Hello, and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, my special guest is Trisha Dostrom. Hello, Trisha. Hi, Jessica. I'm excited you're going to be on here because you do something I haven't had a guest speaker on about, and you do bookkeeping. And I feel like it gets a bad rap. We were kind of joking about it in the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a very boring rep. And so I would love, for, you know, I met you and you have so much energy and you actually have passion for what you do, which is really cool. Um, Cause again, with that bad rep, it's like, do you have passion for just clicking? But there's so much more into it. So you have a business called Upkeep LLC. So Trisha yeah. is a professional bookkeeper and business strategist with an extensive background in sales, small business, and procedure development. So can you please describe to us all of that in a nutshell, what you do, <laughs> how you help us, tell us it all. Yeah. So um, basically I grew up in accounting and saw like this big gap, which the funny thing was, as I swore, I was never going to go into accounting, um, but I had, did have to take classes in college. I did grow up with it. And the problem was, is that businesses, they get handed these financial reports or they know they're supposed to get to taxes, but none of it means anything to them. Their eyes glaze over. <laughs> they don't, they don't know what to do with any of it. They're just glad that they hopefully can pay their taxes and, and move on and not get in trouble. Right. But what I saw in dealing with businesses and budgeting and all this other stuff and trying to help small businesses make it past that kind of five-year make or break it point that a lot of them don't make it to what they needed was so much more that it was right there in their numbers and then like you said we get a bad rap for just being like data entry and and click 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 put the numbers in and like how do you play with numbers all day I'm like it's not that bad because <laughs> the numbers mean something the numbers tell a story the numbers tell you you know how you're running your business how you can run it better how you can make better decisions and then we pull in the other things that I have, the strategy, the procedures and so forth and make your business run better. Wow. Wow. So what do you feel is a common mistake that you know, business owners or small business owners do when it comes to bookkeeping? One, sorry, but a lot of times doing it on their own. And it doesn't mean they can't do it kind of on their own. <laughs> Because I have some that are like, look, I know you don't have the capital. I know you have right now, you have more time than money. That's okay. But have the guidance, have the system, know what you're doing. I can do that. I can help you. You know, if you want to do it on your own, I can train you so that you're doing it right. Later, I, you know, I can't tell you how many cleanup jobs I get where they get way down the road and they're like, I don't think we're doing this right. And they're not, unfortunately. <laughs> so... So it's costlier to go back and clean all that up so that your P&Ls are right, that are profit and loss, so that your balance sheets are right. You know, you go to get lending and they look at it and they're like, uh, you have no assets, you know, your, your stuff is, a, is all out of whack. You can't even get funding because you don't have good, good financial statements. So then they come and they get help. But basically, um, Lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to happen. It's okay. Give yourself a five second. I was going to, I was going to ask you a question, but go ahead. Do you, do you just go and we'll go again. Go ahead. So basically, they need to get that system in place so that they know what they're doing. And, and like I said, it's just don't wait. Some of them start on a spreadsheet and that's okay. But what they don't realize they're missing is the those reports that you can pull where you can maybe compare yourself to 
someone else in your same industry, even in your same area, they have the ability to do that now. And so that's really empowering and making confident decisions. So, and then the other one is not paying themselves, waiting way too long, investing way too much into their business before they invest back in themselves. Wow. So there's a couple of things you said there. First, the first thing is that you're talking about like doing it on your own. The first thing I hear in my brain is time is money. So when you're saying for me, for you to go back and fix things for us, that costs money, right? That's time, right? So again, entrepreneur brain over here, I totally get it. Like, let me just do it on my own. Let me save money where I can. You know, I totally get it. And there's so many, you know, people out there that are trying to help your business grow and stuff like that. And so obviously, yes, there's a lot of things, but bookkeeping is very serious and it's very, you know, like you said, there's strategies involved. There's, you know, your future is involved, where the mistakes are happening, planning's involved, right? So there's a couple of things in there where it's not just an extra bonus to your business, right? Like it's an actual foundation of your business. And I think that's really hard to see. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and the thing is, that's not where your, like your expertise is. That's not where the contractor's expertise is. That's not where, you know, whatever the marketing person's expertise is. They do what they do and that's what they make the most money. That's where they're most profitable. So getting someone who's, I'm faster at it too, I can pretty much guarantee it. So, um, you know, it's accurate, it's reliable information and it's faster information and it's not taking away from what you went to go into business to do. Yeah. And then you said something else about like, um, oh shoot, I was trying to interrupt you. <laughs> We're doing great. It's today Monday, by the way. Like what is happening? Um, <laughs> I should have gotten coffee. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my goodness. Okay, regroup for a second. No, but like, all right, so time, right? So time is a big one. Strategy is a big one. And then what was another one that you mentioned? paying yourself. Oh, paying yourself. Yes. That's what I wanted to talk about. So paying yourself, I think is also important because I think, you know, you get this amount of money, right? So you make this amount of money from your marketing, from word of mouth referrals. You're like, okay, this chunk. Well, now I have to pay my bookkeeper. Now I have to pay my marketing person. Now I have to pay my website design. I have to know, right? So we have to pay all these people and then there's pennies left for just us. And so I think that's where some of the frustration comes from is like, we're making money, but we're putting it over here, but you're saying, make sure there's finding some ways to pay yourself. And and everything growth doesn't always have to cost money. You, sometimes you have to get a little creative. You have to do a little, get a little resourceful, but sometimes growth gets a little confused when people are like, I'm investing and I'm growing. And then, you know, I recently actually yesterday had a conversation with someone who thought they were growing. They didn't really want to really talk about the numbers. This guy is on his way out and he's handing over the business, but he wanted to basically give a bonus to somebody. And he's like, can we, can we look at the numbers? And I was like, sure. Like, how do you, how do we want to kind of base this on? So he was like, it doesn't look like, I don't, he's like, I'm confused. It doesn't seem like the business is actually doing better. I don't understand because the bottom line is not growing. And I'm like, it's not your revenue is going up but your expenses went up exponentially. So your net income, you didn't grow. You brought in more money, but because you spent even more money, you're actually worse off. So sometimes you're just spinning your wheel not knowing what you're doing. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to get creative and like when you invest, say in a marketing person, make sure that they're giving you what you're paying for, make sure that you're getting your ROI. 
track it and make sure it's worth it. And, and those kind of right things play into now I can figure out, like, I mean, it's easier if you start from the beginning with, I'm going to pay myself, but and so I'm just going to start pulling, you know, different um, portions off to our advertising and portions off to reinvesting and, and so forth, but leave a portion for myself. If you start off that way, it's easier, but if you, you can always start wherever, you just have to kind of back up and, and look at the whole picture. Why do you think it's so important for us to make sure we're pay, paying for ourselves? I see a lot of people really fizzle out on their dream, honestly. I mean, you can't go forever. There are people who have gone a whole 20 years and realize they really didn't pay that. Like they paid for some of their own personal expenses a little bit here and there, but they really were investing so much in their company. They weren't investing back in themselves. And so what are you doing it for? Like, it's great if you have that much passion, but I don't think most of us go and put all these hours in to run a business to just beat ourselves down, to not make money. That's not what we're in it for. So just having that right plan and, and paying yourself, it keeps your passion alive. It, it gives it a purpose, you know, and, and it just keeps your business on track, makes it worthwhile. And I think you said it too, like the worthwhile, because you do get burnt out. Like, I think, you know, like you said, there's that passion, right? We don't want to work for the corporate. We want to do this. We have this great product. We have this great idea and it works. People love it. It's going great. But I think like you, you're saying is that, no, money's not all envy all for sure. Like, obviously there's other things in life. Uh, we can all say that for sure. But at the end of the day, I still have a family to take care of. I still have a roof over my head. I still have employees to pay for, right? And so, um, you know, taking care of yourself is super important because, you know, something I teach in general is for us to be there for other people. We have to take care of ourselves, right? And so if I'm not paying myself, how am I going to thrive? How am I going to invest in other things, right? How am I going to pay myself these expenses, take that vacation, you know, upgrade to, you know, a cell phone that works, you know, just certain things that like you might overlook, you know what I mean? And like, I know I said a lot of like tangible things, but even just like personal self-care in general, maybe that gym membership, you know, or whatever the case may be, but, you know, realizing why it's important to invest yourself, I think is really hard because we hear, you know, once you get that money, put it right back in your business. But I think what people are saying when they say that is like, don't go buy that brand new car or don't go buy the brand new house. Don't you know, go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> don't go crazy, but you know, like pay it's yourself. Out. Yeah. A livable wage and then the rest in your business. That's how I understand it. And I've even seen situations where the, they, that business owner puts so much money back into the business and they're just kind of spending it here and spending it there. And let's buy, you know, all new uniforms that are right here. We're going to remodel the office. Well, the perception becomes to the employees that that business is doing super well. And that sometimes, honestly, the bosses just, you know, live in large and there's a different treatment when, you know, you realize, oh, this guy really isn't even paying himself. And, Mm -hmm. and and there's a weird, a dynamic I've seen that happens between employees and, and owners, even when they don't really, you don't want to go in as a martyr and it's okay. I won't eat today because I don't have any money. I can't pay myself. It's not to that point, but it's just making the vision actually clear. Like, Hey guys, we're not where we want to be yet. I need you guys to invest. But if you go around playing, like you're already there, the perception isn't, they're not going to invest in it as much. So you might as well be kind of real and kind of honest and, and just set the goals and, and move forward. And you know what I made me think of too, um, is that I see them like asking for raises. Well, 
if we're able to remodel, if we're able to go on this retreat, if we're able to get this, you know, new kitchen or new coffee machine or whatever, why can't I have a new raise? Because my mindset or what I've learned doing what I do is that a lot of times businesses invest in that pizza party or in that new, you know, machine. But reality, a lot of times people don't want those. They want extra PTO. They want, um, you know, a computer. Yeah. <laughs> they want it in their paycheck or they want a computer that doesn't shut down every half an hour, you know, like things like that. And so I think, um, like you said, they're, they're pr- painting a pretty picture and it's misleading. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you see what happens with that dynamic. And then you just get like the morale drops, you know, that everything's just misaligned basically. And you're not going to reach your goals when the, the employees are checking out because they want, they don't want a pizza party. They want a paycheck. So yeah, yeah, for sure. No, you're absolutely right. Um, in the sense of bookkeeping. So say I'm a first time business owner, which I am, but, um, <laughs> and there's a lot of us out there, right? Especially now with the pandemic, I think a lot of us like, we're like, Hey, I'm going to do me. Um, what is the, I know you said, you know, obviously hire a bookkeeper, but say I'm just getting started. What is your first advice to somebody like on my spreadsheet, on my Excel sheet? What is my first advice you would give somebody? Um, it might have to be a two-parter, but you need to go and get one bank account. You can have more than one, but you need one bank account for your business. Stop dipping into your own. Even if you have to initially make that investment into that checking account. So, and that's what you spend from. <clears throat> You need to separate it right away. I, I just can't emphasize that enough. And then save every single receipt, okay. every single receipt. When it now with the pandemic happening or over and people are driving more and things like that, what do you suggest when it comes to like gas and mileage and eating out or you know? So say you know yesterday I had to drive over an hour away, which no, it's not crazy crazy, but I had to drive. That's tolls that's gas, that's lunch, that's, you know, what, what do you suggest in that kind of, you know, realm? Yeah, that one's really tricky because the IRS really tells us what to do, unfortunately, but, (laughs) and that's where, honestly, I do see a lot of people kind of get it wrong, and, you know, while it's not always punitive, um, you, you kind of adjust and move forward, and hopefully, you know, things are fine, but, you know, basically, we can't just, like, write off all of our gas, we can't just write off, um, all of our mileage, we can, if you had a good enough reason to have like a company car, then the company can kind of take care of that. But that's for the company basically. So they look at use. And so if you filled up your gas, if hundred percent of that is technically going to the business only, and you're not going to use it for anything else, that's fine. But in general, they want you to basically say like, if you want to turn in all your gas receipts, which is usually only beneficial if you have a gas guzzler, so if you want to turn all your gas receipts, they want to look at percent of use. So guess what? You're still tracking mileage. So get your mileage tracker, turn it on. Um, in fact, like QuickBooks is one of the main softwares I use. It comes with one. Oh. So you don't pay an extra subscription, which is nice. Turn it on, let it go. Then you can go back through. This was personal. This was business. Swipe left, swipe right. You know, easy peasy. And you have that mileage tracker. So honestly, I've tracked it kind of both ways several times because I am a little into numbers and so I've tracked it both ways and it generally is beneficial just to write off the mileage. They, they give you that bump, even if you take in maintenance and some of the other stuff still has to be percent of use, but they, they give you a little extra in that mileage deduction and it sounds like pennies, but it actually adds up and it generally pays better. Awesome. 
Yeah. Good to know. Um, trying to think of one more other question I was trying to think about. What is your your mission? So your bookkeeping, what is your mission? Like why what gets you up in the morning to do this? I really want to empower small business owners. I have a passion. There's so many entrepreneurs that I know that are in my family. And I see people just kind of finagling around and not knowing they have no goals. They don't have, they like, I get up to go to work. I'm like, well, no, that's not what you get up. That's not what you do what you do. So I want to help them with their passion. I love seeing like their face change when like, oh, things are starting to click because it's not just about revenue. It's about the bottom number. My profitability has gone up. I'm really making money. I'm really seeing a difference. I have cracked the code. There's not really a code, but they feel like <laughs> there is. Like, can you tell me that code? No. There <laughs> was um, 11. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, they, things start to come together and they're like, oh, I can do this. I can make this. And it's so empowering to them that that's what motivates me. I love empowering them to do what they love best. I love that. I love that. No, it's, it's true. You know, you said it right in the beginning was this is not our hat, which is fine, right? Our passion is our hat, right? You're not doing what we're doing, which is fine. There's a person for everything. And so getting the right person, I think is really important. Is there something that we, I'm trying to think how I want to wear this. Is there something we should be looking for when we're looking for a bookkeeper? Obviously we love you, but when we're looking for a bookkeeper, <laughs> is there something I should go, okay, this is a good bookkeeper. This is something I should be looking for. Is there something that you recommend us like kind of keeping an eye out when it comes to a good bookkeeper? Absolutely. I, I mean, to me, the number one thing is, it's like, you need that person. You need a person who's looking after you for taxes. That's fine. That generally should be like your CPA, your tax advisor and so forth. You need someone on the other end of that, that looks at bookkeeping a little bit different than just getting you to taxes. If we're just talking about cheap and data entry, and we're just talking about so that you can pay your taxes at the end of the year, and that's the only purpose of it. I really say stay away from that because, I mean, or find someone who can interpret it for you and help you understand, unless you are already a master at all your financial statements and you understand cash flow. I will applaud you because most of them don't, <laughs> but, but get someone who, who really understands that numbers is empowering and they're going to, it's going to grow your business. I love that. No, it's good to know. Cause again, there's a lot of us out there and I'm not, there's not, there's bad, there's not good, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying any of that, but I'm just like, you know, there's a lot to look out for. It's, it's really hard when you're starting a business, right? Don't oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah. And, 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 and get, get good references. Talk to people talk to other business owners. What are you doing? Not that all of them are doing it right, but you know, maybe talk to the successful ones and maybe they'll, they'll steer you in the right direction. But really for like what I do, it's a, a little bit different mindset. I'm not the only one that does it, but unfortunately why I went into it was I realized that that was a big gap that it was missing and not enough of them were doing it for everybody. Yeah. That's so good to know. Um, I really appreciate you coming on here. Is there any last words that you're like, Hey, I want to make sure that the listeners hear this. I mean, I think we've said so much yeah, that yeah. we will empower them. The main thing is, is, you know, have a plan, have a, have a, have a way to get to where you're going. And, and this, this is one part of it, of course, but knowledge is power. Don't, don't leave that blind eye. Don't, don't try to like go about your business blind and like, no, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm making money. I feel like I'm being able to pay everybody. I feel like we're being successful. 
and, and, and I think sometimes we have a little fear of the unknown and mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to know because it's more comfortable not looking at it, but you can't really make the effective changes. You can't really reach your goals until you're like, okay, I've got to face this. I've got to look at it and, and then figure out where to go. Yeah. I love that. You're absolutely right. Knowledge is, is definitely the key, you know, educate, educate. But I think with that is ask questions. So whoever your bookkeeper is, ask questions, right? You know, yeah, um, you don't have to know everything. You just have to know who to ask. <laughs> this is, this is very true. This is very true. So if someone's listening and they're like, oh my God, Trisha's saying everything I need. She's hitting on the points. Um, I totally vibe with her. What is the best way to contact you? I really think, I mean, you can always pick up the phone or, or whatever, but I think the best thing is just hitting the email, help at upkeepbusiness.com. I'll say that slower, help at upkeepbusiness.com. <laughs> so the thing is, my, no one can uh, spell my last name. So I went with something that you could feel frustrated and go like, help. <laughs> and then reach out to me, tell me what's going on. We'll make an po- appointment for a call and really run down everything. So my, my follow-up question is, um, is bookkeeping only in specific states or can you work with anybody in any state? I can work with anyone in any state and I have the virtual systems to do it, which is nice. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So before I let you go, I did warn you, I was going to do a lightning round. Are you ready? Oh, so nervous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I should have had more coffee. Okay. (laughs) I know. We've been saying that for a little bit now. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All good. All good. Go ahead. We got this. Okay. So I'll start with that question then. Are you a coffee or a tea drinker? Oh, well, I actually like both, but very much coffee, very much coffee. Do you have to have it when you first wake up in the morning? I did. I've made a little change and I can't have it till I have all my water that I was supposed to drink. So (laughs) I'm working on that too. Um, (laughs) Are you a mountain girl or a beach girl? Oh gosh, that's so hard because I went, I moved from the beach, to the mountains, but hands down, I love the beach, but (laughs) I live in the mountains. I don't know. I guess I have a book, but I have it pretty good. So <laughs> I really can't complain. What is your favorite lotion smell or scent? Oh, that's a really good one. It has to be something like earthy, but little sweet. Okay. Nothing floral, <laughs> like something vanilla maybe. <laughs> and what was your favorite childhood candy? My favorite childhood. Okay. So I'm not a big candy eater. And that is like the weirdest thing to my whole entire family. I don't like candy unless it's like chocolate. So it, it had to be like, I guess like Reese's or something like that. Exactly. I don't like candy. <laughs> I'm weird. <laughs> what do you do when you're stressed? So what something you do to help you relax? What do I do? Sometimes I just got to step away, <laughs> breathe a little bit probably go for a walk and take the the pup out so last question what do you feel is a great way for employers to be there for their employees oh man like number one you gotta listen stop making those decisions in the quote-unquote boardroom that you feel like this is going to change everything but you have no communication with your employees and they're looking at you like this this is just another hurdle basically yeah that makes me think of that undercover boss show that we're. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, I was a boss for so many years 
And I was always like, you know, the biggest difference you can always make is just stop and listen. It's so easy. And you can change someone who doesn't show up for work on time, who, you know, calls in all the time. You know, I always said like, I worked in the post office as a supervisor. And if I can get them to answer the phone and come in on their day off, I think I'm doing pretty good. So I agree. It's just because you care. It's just because you care. It's huge. No, I agree. Yeah. Trisha, I'm so excited. You came on here, started, <laughs> told us all about bookkeeping and lighting us and put some sun on that, you know? So. <laughs> I try. I try. I try. I'm trying to give it a better rap. So. <laughs> Be like your next your um your point to bookkeeping sunshine bookkeeping I love it <laughs> I add a little ray of sunshine I did add some sunshine to my website recently so oh we'll have to check it out yeah. Trisha thank you so much you have a great day okay you too thanks <laughs>